0: another technical alpha podcast it is Thursday April the 18th 2018 and it is Wednesday getting the club turned up on Mm. a Wednesday (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and the reasoning behind that for those who are watching this live uh, and for those who are probably confused with the fact that this might have shown up in your RSS feeds 24 hours ahead of schedule is because uh, tomorrow my better half returns to the city after being gone back home for six weeks, and her flight gets in literally like dead smack in the middle of what would have been our podcast. So uh, we are doing it today. We and, don't just cancel
1: uh, podcasts
0: around. No, here. we reschedule. Oh, I wasn't about to. I wasn't about to miss my first ever podcast. Unacceptable. And so we're going to do it today, uh, and kind of wing it. Because I've got a couple of topics that I, that I, I wrote down and some things that happened through the week that I had in the back of my mind, but, um, let me just switch this over here. Um, but, uh, I was out all day and I only got back about hour and 45 minutes ago. Uh, I was at, um, well, I had to help. I had to help my dad pick up my grandmother's car that was at my aunt and uncle's, uh, one of my aunt and uncle's place, my dad's sister. Um, the grandmother that went into a home here in the, like last week, she finally, she got into a home. Oh, she, oh okay. Yep. So that we, that happened. we thankfully, well, we knew it was going to happen. We just didn't know how soon we'd be able to find a place that had room and mm. then like how that would all go down. So thank God we found one. And coincidentally, we found one that wasn't uh, in like Yarmouth, so we don't have to drive four (laughs) hours, four hours, (laughs) to go and see her. So that was like a huge benefit. Um, And uh, it's a place that um, a friend of my mom's mom, so the one that lives with my parents now, um, a friend of her life, her like lifelong friend, or one of them went to that home, and they didn't have much bad to say about it. So they were pretty happy about that, and so I went to go visit her after we had gotten her car, and I got to see her for the first time in in quite some time, and see her in her new digs, and uh, it's not bad, I mean, pretty much every old folks home in this province, short of like the one that just got built here a year and a half or two years ago, is pretty much uh, like some post-apocalyptic wasteland (laughs)
1: shit, yeah, yeah. I think um, all, I think 99% of homes around like North America or like, yeah,
0: like, unless, unless you were in some like high, unless you
1: got money, high you got a lot quality.
0: Of money. Yeah. Lots yeah. Yeah. of money. Uh, so on the upside uh, being where it is, there's a lot of volunteers that are there and I'm, uh, and that's, it sounds weird to be positive about that, <laughs> but you have to understand and Jeff would hear lots about this anyway, cause his, his wife works in uh, one of these places. Is that when you're doing doing it as a volunteer basis, it means you actually really like what you're doing. Uh, And so uh, when you have volunteers working there, you tend to get oftentimes better work than the people who are getting paid paid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) to do the work. Well, because if you're volunteering, you want to be there. Exactly. That's the difference, right? Chances are if you're actually working... You don't want to be there. Like, you might want to be there. You might want to.
0: Like, there are workers that are totally down for it, and they're happy to get paid, but there are lots of people who are phoning that shit in on the daily, and if there's one place you don't want people phoning it in, it's the folks taking care of your grandparents or your parents in their old age. So, uh, yeah, so I was was happy with that. She's happy with the food, which was, like, one of those things you're always concerned about is how shit is the food. Uh, but she's, uh, she was pleased with it and you can actually go there and, uh, you just pay like seven bucks and you can sit down in the dining room with, uh, with them and you can have like dinner and stuff there, nice. which is really nice. nice. So I'll be able to go and visit her and, you know, have dinner or whatever with her if we wanted to do that. And, uh, see so
1: yeah, I was out. You'll be the, you'll be the handsome grandson that comes in and oh, you can Lord. tell everybody
0: stories and shit. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Uh, or the, I'll be the I'll be the talk of the of the blue-haired ladies when I leave yeah. the, when I leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but her roommate's really nice. That was awesome to see uh, as well cuz you're always concerned in a two-person room if one of them's an asshole. Yep. Uh, so thankfully she's not. Uh, she's she's quite a, a a sweet lady. She's like she's almost a a TV version of a stereotypical old woman. She's got like the the half beehive hair. You know what mm. I mean? Like the 60s. Beehive. She's real white, and she's oh yeah, and she's got the horned rimmed glasses and shit. And she don't like black people. She never left the '60s. <laughs> she's she's still in the '60s right now. Uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty certain she might have hit some serious drugs in her day, and she's still living in 1963. She's, she's just just never she never left. So that was kind of uh, at least mildly positive to see uh, that things were going pretty well there. Uh, but yeah, I was gone all day with that, and and drove back, and now here we are. We're pumping out this. Beauty of a podcast. We're gonna get it going. But how how are you doing, sir? Have you gotten the uh, the
1: Jeep out for another rip today? I did um, in the I in the wet weather. I actually <laughs> haven't driven my car since I got the Jeep. Uh-oh. uh Oh, it's, it's your it's your side bitch now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> your your thirty thousand dollar Jeep is now the the forerunner to your six billion
1: dollar. <sighs> I didn't know. I didn't even. Pay, I didn't even spend thirty on it. That's I'm just. I, brand new. I'm saying. I,
0: I have no idea yeah. what you paid for <laughs> secondhand. But I yeah. went
1: to. Uh, I went and got a massage today, and um, after the massage, I decided to uh, go and and do this steam shower. Mm. So I go into the steam shower. I'm like, were yeah, you alone for the steam shower? I was. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to make sure. All right. Okay. So they they. They offered, you know, I'm like, okay, sure, I'll go in the steam shower. So she she goes she comes in, she shows me how it works. I'm like, okay. How Asian was this place, Jeff? Um, no, it was um uh Spirit Spa, so it's like a oh, okay. regular So this it's wasn't like nice this wasn't
0: this wasn't a happy ending uh no. hotel. All right, okay, <laughs> no, all right. Just wanted to make sure. All right. So okay.
1: anyway, she shows me how the stuff works. I'm like, okay, so I get in there <clears throat> and there's a big uh, you know, shower head yeah, yeah. in the center. Yeah. It's like raining down water and there's a there's there's a knob for that to turn it up and turn it down and then there's another button that you can turn up and turn down the steam in in it to which mm. basically like it's almost like a sauna but there's like a shower in there. That's the how much do you want to pretend you're suffocating level is basically yes. what okay all right. Essentially. So <laughs> she shows me that this is how you turn it up, this is how you turn it down. So I'm like all right, cool. She bounces I get in. As soon as I get in, when you open the door the cold air starts coming in, which drops the temperature inside the the actual shower, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I and we had it set to, I think, thirty three or thirty four degrees Celsius. OK. All right. So it was steamy in there. It wasn't like, you know, suffocating, but it was hot. It you'll get a sweat, sweat on you. will get a sweat on. Yeah. So when I when I opened up the the shower door and I get in the steam, there's like this almost like a little not a hole in the wall but we'll call it for the sake of it there's a, there's a hole in the wall there's a glory hole okay there's a glory <laughs> hole right and and steam comes shooting out of this thing to bring it up to temperature so when i when i opened the door and i closed it when i got in the temperature of it dropped by like 2 or 3 degrees and so the steam ca- came out okay and i didn't see this thing down there and this was like as soon as you walk in like it's it's like a foot away from there and I'm just standing there like uh, holding the water uh, like feeling the water because it was hot and I'm like trying to get that perfect temperature so I can get underneath it and when I open the door and close it the steam went and hit the back of my leg my left leg and I was like ah fuck and I move over and uh, and and I open the door like an idiot like uh, trying oh, no. to get some so cool it, goes air, it, it goes on full blast and it goes on full blast and i and i'm like i'm getting fucked bro i'm getting fucked and so i'm like yeah this sucks i end up leaving and now the back of my leg is burnt and it's fucking oh. salty oh. back of my leg it's fucking salty right now i feel like, like they skin. should have warned you about that dude dude i'm going to show you i'm going to show you my leg right okay now. all right look at this. Look, I don't know if you can see this, but look, look at how dry my leg is. You oh, see the white shit. flakes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all underneath my, all underneath my leg. I know it's not a sexy view there, guys, but uh, like that, it's all fucking just dry and crusty. from Oh, uh, got
0: got that's shred. like, that's like
1: ashy knees to a whole new level, bro. Yes, it is. <laughs>
0: yes, it is. That's brutal. Yep. And they didn't tell you about that. At no point were they like, by the way,
1: no don't point. stick your dick in this hole cuz you might lose it. No point. No point did they tell me about that. So, you know, that was that if was, was my America, affirm- you would
0: have already won a million I would, dollar lawsuit.
1: <laughs> would have sued and it would have been <laughs> would have been great, but no, not quite. So <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I go. know. Listen, the guy said he got a lotion, dude. I'm telling you, it's not ashiness. It's my skin is dry, like it got fucking shrecked, and now it's just, just crusty,
0: dummy. Just you know, yeah, Gabs saying aloe vera, the sweet and sour baby yeah. Jesus out of that thing. I know. Just I gotta go put some put
1: some shit on it. Bathe in it. Uh, so anyway, that that was that was my day. Um, and right. I actually worked out today too. So that was wow. And I went to the grocery store. I bought all kinds of like healthy food to get me through like the first four days of relapse or of, or of, uh, or rel- of not relapse, relapse of of no. I am so not you relapsing. bought a box of donuts I bought <laughs> <laughs> just to get ready of uh, of what's the word I'm looking for here of of uh, I know what you of, mean of the grind yeah. yeah the first four days of the grind before yeah, the yeah. relapse of course
0: yeah and then you're gonna write yeah. an album and it's not gonna be as good as your other albums and That's people right. are gonna say that you fell off. And then right. you're gonna bring back that whack ass accent and people mm. are gonna still complain about the accent, and then you're gonna like start complaining about the fact that you're forty years old and you can't beat your best rap lines anymore. That's circle of life. <laughs> it's, it's a circle of life. No, I uh I did I did the the, the meal prep thing there like last uh, early last week and uh enjoyed enjoyed that for uh for a time. Uh but, uh, yeah, I'm trying to find like, it's, it's hard. Cause when you do, when you do me, if you do meal prep, you, yeah, there's, there's this line between, between saving time because you only do like the same meal prep every single time. And it's not, mm-hmm. you're not varying your meals at all. You're just, it's all the same shit. Mm-hmm. And then getting bored as fuck out of the <laughs> food that you're eating and risking, relapsing into, <laughs> into those box donuts. Burger. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Mm. So, you know, that's, that's like the line you have to follow is at which point do I vary my food more so that I don't feel like I need to stuff my face with, with all this nonsense to, to make up for it. Uh, and I'm usually pretty good. I can get like, I can do three or four. If I really like what I'm eating, I can do four days of it and it's not yep. really a problem. Yep. If I only kind of like it, it's like three days. Mm. If I'm, if I'm doing it just because it's healthy, it's two days and I'm done. I can't, yeah. I can't do that shit anymore See, than just do, two days.
1: I can do it quite a bit. Like I've, cause I, it's just, for me, it's just, I just eat chicken and beef and, or like sushi. Like, and I, but yeah. the thing is when I eat sushi, I, I don't go ham like I normally do. Like usually I'll go to all you can eat and just fucking eat until my stomach wants to blow up. <laughs> if I'm on a diet, which I am now, I'll, I'll eat. Just, just enough. Like I'll eat. A, you know, and I not won't have any of the mayos or anything like that. I'll just like, you know, sashimi or whatever, right? And just eat the good stuff, and that's the show. But um, yeah, for me, I can, I can eat the same thing for weeks. Like as long as it's chicken, beef, or salmon, I can do that shit all. Yeah, I, I do, if I can, I can live off that, it doesn't I, I me. at
0: least have to change. I at least have to change. Once every, like I can do, I can do, if it's only like, if I only did chicken or like if I do chicken and fish, which is usually the two that I rotate back and forth between, I don't eat a lot of red meat. So mm. chicken and fish, as long as I'm rotating every four days or three or you know, three days between chicken and fish, I'm happy. You're then good. I can, I can do it like indefinitely. Then it doesn't bother me. But if I, if I only did like, say I only ate chicken mm. for lunch, mm. that shit would start to bother me after a while. Like that's just no matter how See, many I, variations I, that doesn't bug me. Yeah, no, I, I have to, I have to swap it out just a little bit every now and then. But,
1: um, yeah, cause only I gotta be able to, I got to. So, so for me, and this, this is, this is going to be my thing. So okay. what I'm what I do every day right now, uh, now that I've started it today is I will run a minimum of three miles a day, Okay, right? So I'll get three to five miles in every day. I'm probably going to run after the podcast for half hour again okay. and then, and then I'll eat. Clean all all day every day, and as long as I can have popcorn at the movie theater once a week, mm-hmm. and I can have a serious cheat meal once a week, just mm-hmm. one meal, not a cheat day, but like a cheat meal where I'm mm-hmm. going, all right, that's it. I'm fucking eating. Yo you know, I'm having a pulled pork poutine, or I'm fucking, I'm eating a pizza. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm having a Jesse's burger or some shit. Then I'm, then I'm straight. If I try and pro- my, uh, deprive myself of of all that, nah. I'll last yeah, like yeah, a, 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 week a cheat day and is it's pretty.
0: Over. A cheat day or a cheat meal is pretty important. Like yep. especially when you're just starting out, you need to. In fact, when you're first starting out, you need more than one cheat day. You need yes. to like you need a cheat weekend. Like you 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 you, you, <laughs> yeah. you just say, all right, I'll do five days, but the weekend I'm fucking my shit up, just just completely wrecking myself for two days, and then eventually, then you say, okay, only once a week you know, I'll do it, and then you go. You know, a cheat day to a cheat meal, and then some people go all the way and say, Fuck it, YOLO, I don't want any of that anymore, because you just you tend to lose your taste for it after a while. Like you don't really want it anymore. Mm-hmm. I think people wildly underestimate how addictive junk food is because of what's in it. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> and big time. Uh, When you when you when you start replacing it with other stuff and you don't eat it as frequently, you just literally don't fucking want it anymore. To the point where, when you eat it, like you might enjoy it, but you're like, "All right, I'm good for, I'm good for a while now. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. need to have this anymore." So, yeah, I need to get, I need to get into that spot too. Uh, but I also just need to get back to eating three meals a day instead of two. But that would require physical activity to burn any amount yes. of calories. Yes, just like any. Because I tried. That was my problem. Was I was making these meal preps and they are pretty. They're relatively big meals. Probably, you know, probably a thousand probably a thousand calories or so per meal. Cause it's all clean. There's nothing of any substance in there whatsoever. And, uh, I'd get those two meals. So it'd be like half a pound of haddock was in one plus rice and, uh, a like half a, a pound of haddock. Yeah. Let's go, <laughs> let's go uh i'm guessing I'm guessing it was about that because it was three and a half pounds uncooked, so cooked, you lose about a half a pound in water weight yeah, that's and I true. Sp- and I split it into four meals, so whatever that ends up being weight wise
1: was... Thought, I thought you were eating half a pound in one meal, yes, damn, that's a lot of fish, yeah. Well, I'm a I'm a big I'm a big dude. Uh,
0: so uh, I need I need I need that. You need the fuel. A, I need the I need the fuel even when I'm sitting on my ass. Uh, so <laughs> I need I need the fuel. So I've eaten that, and then at dinner time, you know, it would be like the equivalent ends up being like a half a pound of chicken or some shit or whatever, plus uh, sweet potato and then a uh, a, a green me, of oh, I love sweet me some potato. Sweet potato. It's like Ugh. my crack. Oh, it's so good. If, it's like a cheat, but it isn't a cheat. I know. It's, it's, it's a healthy a good, cheat. It's a healthy cheat. Yeah, if there yeah. if there was such a thing. Um, but my problem, my problem was that I'm not moving. So I had all this shit in me. And I get around to the second meal of the day and I was like, oh. <laughs> I get halfway <laughs> into it and I was like, I this is a bad idea. I shouldn't be eating any more of this. You got half a
1: pound of haddock just chilling in your stomach <laughs> yeah, and you just haven't
0: moved. Yeah.
1: I guess I should probably eat now. I've only eaten once today.
0: Yeah, pretty much. That was like it would be like I'd eat, I'd eat because I get up late because I'm up late, so I get up at like one o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, well, fuck it, I'll just eat this half a pound of haddock. <laughs> 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 Nine ten o'clock rolls around, and I'm like ah, oh, I should probably eat again. I've got all this uh, chicken and shit, and then I'm going to bed. And I'm so full. So yeah, I need to I need to get some physical some physical activity uh, in my body. But shoutouts again, it's like I'm sponsored by Costco. Fucking shoutouts to Costco. <clears throat> because i bought uh one thing one package of haddock it was $24 and there was 11 fillets in that yeah. container
1: it's enough to feed a filipino family dude that's for 25 that, bucks
0: that was so i did half the i did half the package for and it was 4 days worth of meals
1: jeez so Fire. you're you're spending like i spent $60 at the grocery store today that'll last me if i'm lucky four days. If (laughs) if I'm lucky, like I, you you need
0: you need to hit up the Costco more frequently, bro. I know
1: I do. And I got a membership. I just don't use, I just fucking hate going into Costco. Like it's, it's like an afternoon, dude. It's like, you gotta get, it's (laughs) like, you gotta, you gotta like mentally prepare yourself for it. You gotta be in the mood for Costco. You can't like just go in to grab a chicken and get the fuck out. Like you start seeing other shit. You gotta walk through the aisles. You got to, you got to figure out what you need. It's like you got to go through your inventory space in your kitchen and figure <laughs> out like what you're gonna grab. Like it's a unless fucking-
0: unless you're buying predominantly your meat uh, and a couple of vegetables. So yes. that's what I buy at Costco. Predominantly is is meat and some select vegetables. So they have frozen broccoli that is amazing. Uh, uh, every other pe- every other type of frozen broccoli I've ever had has been absolute shit. Mm. But the frozen broccoli at Costco. Yeah. Is like a 10 and a 10. Where,
1: that's where we used to get our big bags at. Yeah. From
0: uh, and they come in like separate packages, like four big separate packs. You can microwave them five, six minutes, done. Yep. And it and no joke, you can tell it's frozen, but it's bi- like, unless you're an asshole, it's really good fucking broccoli. So you don't worry that much about it. It's still that bright green. It's, it's so bright that it's not even the type of green I can get if I steam the fuckers myself. So, uh, you know, stuff like that, I'll buy there, but I'm not, I'm not about, you know, <laughs> checking my, my inventory for my spice rack and then going and buying like a five pound thing of friggin' Montreal steak spice or some shit that I'll use for the next four years. Like I'm not, I'm not mm. about that game, but yeah, the, the meat, it is hard. You could only buy meat at Costco and pay for the membership three times oh, over. Easy,
1: easy, it's easy. Cr-
0: it's absolutely insane. It doesn't even make sense. I don't even know how they make money on some of this it's shit. It's just
1: it's because they sell so much of it they can yeah. they can make it cheaper. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, stuff. video this games. Is a food podcast.
0: Yeah, well, I had to fill some time because I actually don't have that much I have listed here right now. So yeah, I'm glad we good. filled I'm glad we filled that up. Uh all right, so, uh as far as the game news goes, Mr. Maxis Black hit me up with the sound of endless remasters. Uh
1: Endless remasters!
0: <laughs> uh, that's good enough. I actually didn't even have any sounds in mind that you could have possibly come up with for that. So that's good enough. I'll take it. Shenmue 1 and 2. Those are games. Do you uh, uh-huh. Did you ever play the Shenmue stuff? Because it's Dreamcast, ne- right?
1: Never. Okay.
0: Never. So they are heralded as some of, like, you know, a lot of people that played Shenmue, they are considered some of the best games ever made. Good games, yes. Okay. So... Uh, Shenmue Three is coming, as we most people would know at this point, point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm convinced it has more mini games than actual game. But that's beside the point. So three is coming, and in in the wake of three, they've decided to release Shenmue One and Two for PlayStation Four, Xbox mm-hmm. One, and PC. So we're getting we're getting Shenmue One and Two re released. It's not a full blown remaster, uh, but there are some some quality of life improvements to it you know like uh from on the PC for example or or whatever i'm sure it's across consoles too uh resolution scaling for higher resolutions that didn't exist when the dreamcast was <laughs> was around and yeah. uh control schemes and things of that nature so there is some quality of life but it isn't like they rebuilt the games like some of the stuff like spyro for example that we talked about last week or crash bandicoot you know the full master a remaster treatment it's not getting but uh Enough that people are probably going to be pretty happy about that. So just being able to get their hands on it without having to emulate it or own a Dreamcast is uh, yeah, is pretty good. So that stuff is coming. I don't know if I saw a date for it, but I'm going to say before three would be my yes. guess. Yes. Uh, either it's either going to be before three or... <laughs> A- long after three one way or the other but after doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense to me so I'm going to go with before
1: it'll definitely be before it'll be like a selling point too right it's like you know go and play the old ones before yeah. the new you know the third one comes get, up or- get
0: caught up yep get caught up um next up on this list last week uh I think I talked about how or we well oh no because we were talking about uh Radical Heights because he had been playing some Radical yep. Heights and, and what not yep. And I'd mentioned that that's Cliffy B's new game because they dropped uh, Lawbreakers or whatever to make yes. to make this game. And, uh, you know, I always like to rip on Cliffy B because I think he's a bit of a prima donna, uh, but he's continuing to be a prima donna. So I'm going to take another opportunity to rip on Cliffy B a bit. So okay. uh, Cliffy B out there uh, complaining that apparently Fortnite is trying to poach some of his employees and taking them off of the current Radical Heights project. Really? So he's out there on, on Twitter being like, guys, look, there's enough room in this genre for all of us. You don't have to go out there trying to steal my employees because apparently they've done so. Like they've they've gone and offered really? these guys... Obviously better money than they're
1: getting paid at of, of course. at radical heights, right? And then people are like, Okay, I'm gonna go work for Fortnite. <laughs>
0: exactly. And <laughs> I and Not I this have radical this, shit.
1: Obviously, Cliffy,
0: when he brought on his employees, didn't have them write any uh, write any on any contracts for uh, non compete, which would have been a wise move because then they couldn't have just, you know, hopped directly over to their competitor mm-hmm. right off the bat and risked them giving away secrets or whatever else so uh I'm just I'm I'm just going to if I'm going to be real here I don't think they're poaching shit I don't think they're poaching shit because why would Fortnite who is literally killing it right now take time out of their day to look and be like oh Radical Heights just started like 72 hours ago let's go get some employees <laughs> On this game yeah. that just only just cropped up, that, that's in alpha, that isn't showing, you know, it's showing promise, but it's not like it's suddenly going to take us out. Let's go poach some employee. Nobody, I don't think that happened at all. This is what I think. I think the employees had their name attached to Radical Heights and then sent some resumes on over to yeah. Epic and said, yeah. motherfucker, I want to work on Fortnite because that shit's fire. Yeah. That's, that's what I think. And then,
1: and then Fortnite might, the Epic may have hired one of them or something, or if they needed devs or whatever. And then now, now he's going on Twitter and just be like, you know, trying to make Fortnite a bad. Dude, you know know what? If I'm going to, if I'm going to be honest with you, I think Cliffy B is having a bit of a midlife crisis right now. All
0: right. (laughs) Cliffy hasn't been particularly relevant in the video game industry in a long while. And he used to be kind of like the cool hip dad. Or the cool, not even the dad, but the cool the cool hip guy. He was the guy that could go out on the E3 stage and say, fuck. And everyone was like, ooh, but it's Cliffy B, so it's okay. <laughs> 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 right? He'd come up with his fucking earrings and shit and be like, ah, fuck games. And everybody would be like,
1: yes! Yeah! Fuck yes, games! Cliffy!
0: Uh, so, you let him know, Cliff! <laughs> so he hasn't really had that in a while. And Lawbreakers just could not have failed harder if it tried.
1: Oh, that shit. That shit went down the tubes. As bad. Well, yeah, it didn't even didn't even come out the gate.
0: I mean, it didn't it didn't even look like a bad game, but no. it just it was like the wrong place, the wrong time, the wrong genre, they missed the boat. And now they wisely, you know, it's intelligent for them. Now they're doing the the the, the Battle Royale shit with Radical Heights and they seem to be, you know, they've got the idea, they differentiated themselves. But why you got to go out make yourself look stupid saying Fortnite coming to poach our employees. Look, either pay your fucking employees enough that they want to stay or give them another reason. Give them some more autonomy. Be a goddamn businessman for God's sake. Don't go out there whining about shit that probably didn't even happen. Honest to well, God. I think
1: if anything, he's probably just bootlegging off the name a bit, right? Just get some retweets, get you know, get get some discussion going. <laughs> now we're talking about Any it. Again, press is and, good press. Hey, it's t- especially when you're you're up against such a juggernaut, right? Yeah, it's I like, guess. you know, who at this point it's like who cares? He only comes out a winner no matter what, uh with this, right? You know, you don't like him to begin with, so it's not like you he's losing a fan. You know? It's he's, he's I just I don't know. So
0: I've always, I've always just not been a huge Cliffy B fan because he's always just seemed like such an abrasive fuck. But like now, yeah. he just he, he's proving he's proving my point. <laughs> so continue, Cliffy. You do you, Booth. Cliffy, you do you. You do you. I mean, I do hope I do hope that Radical Heights does very well because we need another game in the space for sure. We do, but yeah.
1: and it is a fun game. It really is. Like it's and it's different enough that there's a spot for it. So <laughs> We'll see what happens.
0: Just, just don't. Don't You're being a player unknown right now. Don't go on Twitter blasting off about random shit and fucking the PR up for your game. Just don't. Just keep making your game. and Just <laughs> hope that it does well. That's all you can do. Yep. Um... Anthem News. Sort of Anthem News. I guess. It's not like direct Anthem News, but it's it's kind of Anthem News, so I'll put it in here. BioWare, uh, one of the BioWare bosses was talking about, um, their experience with um Mass Effect Andromeda and uh, we all know how that went it didn't go well it was it mm-hmm. was uh, another one of those kind of limped across the finish line technically finished mm-hmm. the race but you know now you're in the hospital for the next 6 months cuz you fucked yourself up so bad uh type deal they never ended up making any story DLC for Andromeda zero uh, they canceled that stuff because obviously the game didn't sell nearly well enough to justify going out there and making a, bon- a bunch of story DLC. And he was talking about how you know, the team was kind of disappointed about not being able to do that because, you know, and I can, I can appreciate that when you, when you work on a game for, you know, like two, three, five years or whatever, you know, you, you sometimes you get in your idea or in your head, you're, you you want to put that on paper, you want to make it reality, then it doesn't happen because your game fucking flops because Bioware pretty much fucked you in the ass along with EA uh, with their timeline. So, you know, the team is kind of beat up about it, so what he's saying is that they've... they're... the team has kind of taken that... I don't know if you want to call it a lesson, I guess you call it a lesson, and they're trying to now make that a... something for... Something, uh, what well, they're trying, they're basically trying to not let that happen with Anthem. Is that the idea behind it is that they're trying to go back to what Bioware is known for. So, uh, they may, he mentioned specifically, you know, that story driven element that was kind of, um, signature Bioware. You could tell, you used to be able to anyway, tell really when you're playing a Bioware game. It was, it was, uh, produced in a certain way. The character dialogue was shown in a very distinctive way that kind of changed the genre like you know, when they did the KOTOR dialogue and then that branched yeah. out into Mass Effect and then every other fucking game in the world uh, thereafter. Um, you know, things, things of that nature. You used to be able to distinguish a Bioware game and it was always... There
1: was some continuity.
0: And it was done And it was just done yeah. well. And yeah. it was written well. It was
1: clean. Yeah, it was and clean.
0: It, and, and Bioware has not been associated with high quality for quite some time now. And so, uh, he's hoping that, uh, or or, or their plans are to try and bring that back with Anthem. Which means, and this this is what I'm interested in then, they obviously have some, uh, plans to have Anthem be relatively heavy with story. Which is not something that Destiny did particularly well for a long while. Uh, and are still struggling with now, uh, and you you know when I play Destiny, I definitely feel it. You know the game is is put together well, but it kind of feels empty in that the it, the story, if it's there, is not told particularly well, and the characters aren't <coughs> particularly good. <laughs> so uh, if if we did have a game in that in that genre with a, a great story, that would be that would be kind of cool. Um, but, uh, that's, I guess that's their whole plan is just try and get Bioware back on Bioware track, uh, with Anthem.
1: Yeah. I hope they can.
0: Uh, I feel like if they don't, Bioware is going to go broke because Anthem's probably all of the studio's
1: money. Yeah. It's their, I think it's their last Urah. It's either they, it's going to make or break them. Yeah. Uh,
0: which would be shit if it broke them because Bioware holds license to a lot of really damn good games. And uh, uh, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want all of them to go off into obscurity, like some other titles do, and get bought up by like some random third party that shits all yeah. over the series or or something. Uh, or maybe it turns out to go well. I don't. I don't know. But with Anthem, I hope that we see some story stuff. Would that be something you're interested in? Like, if Anthem actually had more story to it, or are you just looking at Anthem, thinking you know, I just want the multiplayer to be. Sold- good? I'm already
1: sold on Anthem. I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy it and play it regardless. I I think it, you know, story, story is important. I mean, I especially in longevity of games, um, to want to keep going back. Like gameplay will only get will only take you so far, right? Yeah. Gameplay will sell you a game, great, and uh, will create some nice buzz. But even good gameplay goes stale. Like it doesn't matter and it's it's the story that keeps people engaged and wanting more. They want to see what happens next. They want to they want to get attached to characters, they want to feel for characters and that really should be your focus in any game that's that wants to be out long term. Isn't that what expansions are all about is to expand on what you've already built? So I think if they if they do prioritize uh, a great story and on the flip side A great story can actually um, overshadow some not so great gameplay. So, you know, if a story is great, but the game isn't perfect, like Mm. it's people, people will forget about uh, a game uh, being not as mechanically sound or um, such a huge, you know, if people's expectations are pretty high for Anthem, if the story comes out and blows people away I think people will be praising the expectation. They'll be going, "Wow, this this is amazing." If the game is just good, like say Destiny, I think people are going to go, "Yeah, it's it's really good, but it feels hollow. Like it's 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 it feels like Destiny." So um, yeah, I think I think they're they're going for the right thing. We see it with the Last of Us. We see it even with all these Telltale games. Story keeps people invested and involved. And if they can do that, then I think they'll be successful.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's something that people uh, or or developers have tried to bridge into into multiplayer centric games for a long time that are outside of like the MMO sphere, right? MMOs have mm-hmm. always always tended to to have relatively deep lore and stories behind them to some degree. Uh, at least the good ones anyway. Uh, but we haven't, we haven't seen them get too crazy with that in, in some of the other multiplayer genres. And it'd be nice to be able to to have that for sure. Because for me as a player, you know, I know I don't represent the majority of players out there. I I think with that genre, uh, people are more interested in, you know, what's the end game grind like than anything, right? They want to know mm-hmm. just how you know varied the, after they've played the game for 200 hours and they're just grinding the end game content ad nauseum, you know how varied is that so they don't get bored with it but the mm-hmm. I think the I think some of that like you were saying, the anchor to it is always good if it could be story driven right if you can if you can attach lore to items and armor and weapons that you're unlocking and yeah. uh and attach. Uh, and you will know, work that into to story and the characters that you're gonna be interacting with, whether it's in raids or otherwise, and and having uh having that world be a little bit more uh interactive than just mm-hmm. simply here's a hub world that's here because Earth got blown up. And hey, here we are and they're like, that's it, that's the story, you know or you could do Destiny's route, light versus dark, literally, not not yep. in not, not. It's not a parable. <laughs> Literal. it's, not, it's literally the light versus light the dark. Versus dark. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, as long as it is as you can, you can give some some meat to it. I think it adds it adds quite a bit. At least for for me as a gamer, I, I need that more than I than I like. You were saying uh, oftentimes I need that more than I need the gameplay to be perfect.
1: You know, yeah. as long as the gameplay See, is me, good, I'm more I'm more of I need the story to be good than yeah. the gameplay to be perfect. I, I yeah. just. I want to feel. I want to remember uh, a, a game like when you think about. For me, anyway, there's not a lot of of, of games that um, that stick with me for for long periods of time i mean even fun games like you know say like shadow of mordor right that that is like super fun fast-paced kind of like a god of war that i'm hearing the story is incredible and the character arc is great and all this other stuff um there's not a lot of games that i can think of there are a few um the last of us always comes to my mind um where i i i'm I'm invested, like I'm invested in the characters in the story. It made me feel good, or it made me feel sad, or it made me, it made me feel something. But do um, you
0: remember? But for of the games that you do remember, or you, that yeah. you that you hold in higher regard, do they? Uh, I guess do you remember more of them because they had good stories, or do you more easily remember games that played well? Because
1: uh, I, yeah, I think it's a combination of both. I, th- yeah. I think um, for me, I honestly remember more of uh, of the story than anything. Like The Last of Us was great. Yeah, even, that's, what um, was, that's what I was getting even at. Even Alan yeah. Wake, like I really liked Alan Wake. Mm. You know, the gameplay was a little uh, you know janky at times. Yeah, yeah. But it was a cool concept, and the story was was cool, and it was like a mystery thriller type thing. And um, you know, the, any anything like Naughty Dog, it's just. They're they they have this stamp of of production that feels movie like, and I'm I'm a movie buff anyway, so I've always kind of been like that. But um, yeah, I I I still want good gameplay. I'm not saying that people can go out there and make a great story, but have a hor- have a horrible yeah, gameplay. Yeah, I mean,
0: there is a trade off there, right? It's for sure. You, know, you can only get so shit before people are not even interested in your story anymore. It's just exactly. they just don't want to play the game because it plays bad because it's bad. Yeah, because yeah. it's bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I um. I just started The Witcher last night. Yeah, I
1: was watching you play a bit of it last night.
0: And, um, you know, to say that The Witcher hasn't aged well would be an understatement <laughs> as far as gameplay goes. Yeah. Uh, the Witcher didn't age well when it was first released in, like, 2008, uh, let alone 10 years later in 2018. It's uh, It was definitely a game that they originally... You know, it's made in the Bioware engine that was used for their isometric RPGs, like KOTOR and stuff like that, right? So, um... You can tell, and it's in the game to choose that camera position and gameplay style, that I'm, like, 90% sure originally the game was supposed to be an isometric RPG, like a Neverwinter Nights or or an Icewind Dale type shit, and then at some point somebody said, but what if we just did, like, an over-the-shoulder camera because from up here I can't see all of our dope sword animations. And somebody said, Yeah! (laughs) Okay, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, let's try that. And then they did, and you know, it looked it it looked passable. Uh, the the field of view looked like a fisheye lens from hell, but other than that, you know, it was passable and it worked well enough and allowed and it allowed them to, you know, have more of a mass effect uh, dialogue type deal where, you know, there was a very similar dialogue tree set up and whatnot. Um but the gameplay is rough. And yeah. that shit. Like, really rough. Uh, the menus are horrible. It's hard to tell what's what's part of the menu and what's background picture. Everything is so designed, like over-designed, that when you get in, I'm randomly hovering over elements to see if it's actually part of the menu or if it's yeah, just, it's like, bad. a piece of the picture. Um, it's, it's... Yeah, it's not great. But, to your point, people hold it in high regard and and did then and did now and, and do now because the story is and the characters are really, really good. So they look over the fact that from a gameplay's perspective it's a heaping pile of dog shit. But from a story perspective and the characters, it's so good that you can look past the fact that the gameplay is not so hot so that you can experience the story a story the, and problem, characters. the
1: problem with that is the problem is, is if you can't get attached to the game mechanically in some way, you're it, never going to it give it a chance yeah, yeah, yeah. to to fall in love with the things, right? Because I, I, I've gone back and I've played some older games, you know, from nostalgia or people are like, dude, you got to fucking play this shit. It's amazing. And you're like, all right, man, I'll go and play it. But it's so old and so dated and just it's just bad that you can't even muster up enough to to get it to the point where you could potentially fall in love with it, and when people fall in love with games back in the day, we got to understand that they don't have the perspective that they have today. So, like you know, when there was bad menus oh, or sure. bad mechanics and bad moving around I mean, and was, shit that, like that, that
0: was the status quo you know, back then, right? That, that, was, was, it, that was, right? was that was just what everything was. State of the art, art back yeah. then,
1: yeah, yeah, but not anymore. No, not no. even close. No.
0: So yeah, I agree. I agree that story stuff tends to, to, to stick longer in, in my memory when I look back. Like when I think of my favorite games, rarely do I think of games, like that's why I asked you that question, rarely, if any, in my list of top games do I go, oh, well that's there because it played fucking awesome. Like yeah. odds are some of them in the, in the list did play really well, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's more likely that I have it there because the story and characters were were memorable and well written and well and well displayed than it, it was about the fact that the, the game played amazingly. Otherwise, Morrowind wouldn't be my favorite game of all time because everyone knows Morrowind's fucking <laughs> terrible from a yep. gameplay perspective. I mean, how many times you get it's like bad. four cliff racers flying over your head and you're only level like two, and you have a sword in your hand and you're trying to get over the fact that while they're right in front of you and you're swinging... Your skill is so low that despite the fact that your sword just went through that fucking cliff racer, you did no you're damage. Touching. You're not touching it. Didn't him. hit a damn thing. And you're just swinging. And you're just swinging. And all you hear is, bah, 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 <laughs> And they've been chasing you all over fucking Vardenfell. And you're one island, one side of the island to the other. And you've got, you know, 16,000 cliff racers and your game's going at four frames a second and shit's <laughs> blowing up all over the place. And then you enter a house and you get to wait 14 minutes for it to load and you go back outside and they're still fucking standing there. Yeah, it's, it's bad. But story and characters in that were very were very good. So, yeah, that that's uh, all <sighs> of that to say. If they can get that into Anthem, I think that's going to take them a long way, especially within the genre, because if it doesn't have that, I think, and I think you said this too, people are just immediately going to say, oh, it's just Destiny. And they can't, yeah. I don't think they can afford for people to say, it's just Destiny. Well, I think, if, I think if they...
1: I think if they do say it's just destiny, I think we're, we're also going to hear a part on the end where they're going to say it's just destiny, but not as good. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think it's, I don't think we're going to get the, it's just destiny. It's either it's going to be, it's just destiny, but not as good or it's destiny, but better. Right? It's, it's what destiny two should have been right. It's, it's going to be one of the two. Yeah. So we'll see.
0: Uh, what else do I have here in my bag of tricks? Oh, apparently, according to uh, a company insider who re- who remained anonymous, Battlefield Five is currently internally prototyping a battle royale mode. Mm. Um, not that that should shock anyone that that might be happening. So they're prototyping it. Doesn't mean that it's actually going to happen or that it would be part of, of battlefield maybe it turns out to be a separate game maybe they make it a a, a piece of content that comes out later uh but i think we all I, th- I think we all understand if you're part of the battle royale space odds are if there's one thing that if there's one game or 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 series that makes sense for battle royale that hasn't done it yet battlefield is absolutely Oh one. yeah,
1: I mean it's that's the mecca. Just that's, yeah, that's that's
0: the show, right? And yeah. and that would spell pretty much game over for PUBG if that happens, because oh, Battlefield, because yeah. Battlefield uh, occupies the same kind of arcade simulation sphere. It yep. skews a little bit more arcadey because it, it it it's it a went, console game because <laughs> it went well when it moved closer to Call of Duty over time because COD was so popular, right? So it kind of got away from its its. Or mm-hmm. more semi-PC routes and went towards the COD route. But it's still, I think it's so, it'll be so much similar that I think people just won't give a shit and they'll hop, they'll hop on over All they're going to need to know is, is there bullet drop and does it play well? Yes. Okay. Well then now yeah. you're just PUBG, but oh, better. there's
1: tanks? Okay. I'm yes.
0: in. Oh, what's that? Somebody just can't hide behind this wall if I throw a grenade at it and it blows the cover up? Sounds good yes. to me. I'm in. I want that. I want that right now. can I uh take this tank off of a sweet jump and then shoot a a, a harrier out of the sky if I practice enough? Yes, because it's battlefield, and YouTube exists for that. so welcome I'm in, welcome, but now you're gonna now you're not just gonna do that in game now you're gonna try and do it to win the whole match. Mm. Can you imagine that last two people one dudes one dude's in a tank, one dude's in the in a fucking jet tank just goes off a fucking jump.
1: And blows up the jet, shoots a harrier out of the air. Oh my god! Double rainbow. I hope they do it, man. I hope. I hope Battlefield comes up with something that's clean and good. That'd be fire.
0: Yeah, I. I want. I want Battlefield. This is five. So I want Battlefield five to. To go back closer to. Older Battlefield in terms of. Less arcadey, less Call of Duty, more Battlefield, mm. because I feel mm. like Battlefield has lost its identity a bit in the last couple of iterations. I agree, uh, and it would be nice if we got, you know, went back in the other direction a little bit uh, to to get more into that that arc that simulated uh, kind of feel, uh, that grittier feel, uh, yep. because the the fact that it felt like Call of Duty to me was part of why I didn't play a lot of Battlefield for a while, because um, it felt like I was playing uh, Call of Duty, but it, it wasn't, <laughs> I don't know how to put this, it wasn't Call of Duty. So, like, Call of Duty works because the maps are relatively small and it's super fast and you're in and out. Mm-hmm. Battlefield felt like Call of Duty, but on a bigger map, and it just didn't feel right to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted it to be a, a bit slower paced uh, and and a little bit more methodical like Battlefield used to be, Whereas you know, uh, Call of Duty was is about run and gun, and you die, and then you wait, you get back up, and you kill another like eight people before you die, and then rinse and repeat ad nauseum, which works for Call of Duty, but for Battlefield, it just always felt kind of out of place. So uh, that would be pretty dope if we get that. We'll see. I, I it would not shock me if E three holds at least two battle royale announcements from somebody, from some companies. We're just Mm going to get it. Uh, Battlefield Five is supposed to have been slated for this year. It might have got pushed into early next. But uh, if that's the case, I suspect we will see something of it at E3. So maybe we hear about it. Maybe we don't uh, in terms of the Battle Royale feature.
1: I think think we'll hear something. Yeah. Yeah. if they go along with it, we'll we'll see.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. If yeah, it's 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 tough because either they're going to keep it under wraps and just see how this genre plays out over the next couple of months and see what kind of happens before they make any any announcements, or uh, or they just decide to get in early, like the early bird gets the worm type shit. Where like no AAA developer really has gone in on it yet. Um, you know, Epic sort of yeah is a, is a kind of it's borderline. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but it's it's not it's it's not Battlefield so no, uh no. it's you know maybe they maybe they get out there and, and do that and we'll and uh we'll see Oh something I saw um and chat might be able to uh, think of the name before I can think of it off the top of my head if I can um it's called is it called Iron Sights or something like that Uh Summit was playing it yesterday Iron Sights It's like Iron Sight or something like that something along those I don't lines know. Anyway, he was, uh, you know, everyone else playing it had like four viewers, but he was playing it and he had like 30,000 or some, you know, usual. usual oh, is that the tank game? No, 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 no. no. Um, so it's, is it Iron Sight? I just want to double check this now before I keep calling it that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. There's a directory for it. Yes, it is. It is. Um, so, um, I saw him playing it, I, I clicked on it, I was like, what is this? Because I saw it in the, t- you know, in like, I think it was like the top 10 games, because Summit was playing it, and there was 13,000, 14,000 people watching him. So I go, and I click on it, and I'm watching him play. This is, I'm not joking to you, if you want, like, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, but not Call of Duty, this, this is, is your game. Okay. It's, I think it's free to play, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and when you watch it, you watch, you watch 30 seconds of it and you're going to think that you're watching Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Right down to the kill streak things with like, uh, the UAVs, uh, the guided missiles, uh, the, the like that whole nine yards, like that's, that's in there. Um, it run, the run and gun aspect of it, it looks like Call of Duty, so the the gun bob and and the speed in which you're running and the snapshots and, and things like that all looks like COD, um, but it's free, <laughs> and uh, it didn't look that bad honestly for a free game. Like if you if you've been if you were disappointed with the fact that the Modern Warfare two re release didn't have proper multiplayer because that's what you were really looking forward to because they decided to not make money that day. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, then this might be. I mean, I think it's PC only, but it might be a viable alternative for you uh, hmm. because I don't think there's a game that could get any closer to being Call of Duty with being Suit. Uh, it's it's that close. So uh, yeah, just uh, that just popped in because we were talking about uh, COD and uh, and Battlefield, so you can give that
1: uh, a little look see. Uh, very quickly just cuz i'm tired of talking about battle royales but sure. uh you got to mention it there's um do you did you see the uh, pubg clone game i'm sure you've heard of it at this point
0: is it the one from china
1: yeah the china one what's it it's called again what what's it called again it's like uh, some
0: fancy like like yeah. lord of the rings
1: ass sounding yeah, name isn't it yeah yeah that game um it's something like Elysium circle or some shit it's starting to get quite a bit of traction and um it it, it is quite literally PUBG without all the broken shit. It's just a better, legit PUBG. It's people that are playing it are going, this is what PUBG should be. And the game is going to like blow up. Like it hasn't even people you can you can download it. There's like a way you can get the game if you're from North America and you have to deal with like a heavier ping. But people are just playing it because it just runs like butter. And it just looks amazing. And uh, like everything, it's like a straight clone. I don't think I've
0: seen um, gameplay for it yet. I've just heard about it. Oh, Can you hook me up? Can you hook me up with a little sauce right now?
1: Oh, you'll, you'll eat this game up like, cause you love PUBG. This is, this is like China I'm watching and I'm going, make me happy, China. Um, all right. So let me see. Uh, but is it,
0: but is it, is it like China only? Like, am I going to need a VPN my ass into China no, to play this no, right now? There,
1: there is, there is a way, there is a way of, uh, of playing it. Gonna have to take some here. Mandarin lessons. Uh, here I just sent tea on Skype. Um, that's the gameplay anyway. I just took some, the first video that I saw. But if you just kind of scroll through it a little bit, you'll notice it is apparently too, like when you have it a maxed out on graphics, it just looks like sex. Um, Everything, everything is like copied. like the sound effects sound very similar. Oh my God, dude, I saw um, three
0: seconds and I was like, this is, I'm yeah. watching PUBG right now.
1: Yeah. The water in this game looks incredible, like legit water. Like when you're zoomed in and it's raining, it looks dope. the The glare of the sun looks dope. Um there's it's just not glitchy as fuck. Like it, it just runs that everybody is saying it is PUBG, but way better. Just but it just it doesn't third, have the player is base it Third
0: yet. person only though is would be my yes. that yes, see, that, I do believe that kinda that kinda kills my people, boner.
1: I do believe it's third person only. Somebody somebody can correct me. Now when you zoom in, like Yeah, when you when you when, in, you
0: when you go to site up it's 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 first, it's person. first person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Um
1: Oh my God this is that's yeah, it's hilarious yeah. yeah, dude like as soon as you zoom in it's first person like if you have a red dot, it's first person. if you have if you have a sniper, it's first person.
0: Yeah yeah um, well, yeah of course I just don't I just yeah. never like the third person because it gives you like that peak advantage that drives me a bit nuts. Right, it it removes a lot of the of like tactical positioning when you're in third person,
1: and then also like when you're running around with with things. Like if you're running left and right, your whole body kind of has to run with you. Like you can't just do these weird janky turns. Like well, they put physics. They put physics on your movements, right? So like, yeah,
0: yeah, where you have to. Oh my god, dude! They're using like the same fucking art for the guns and shit.
1: Yeah, and when you fall down, you don't have like a you don't have a parachute. You're like using a wing glider, like a like a. I don't know. It's. Dude, oh, I see it.
0: Oh, I see it. Yes. The most. Yeah. That
1: makes and like the Jeeps, like you, or you can like, I'm pretty sure you can drive like Beatles and shit. Like, uh, it's, it's a pretty cool looking game. And it, it, like, uh, if you just search it on YouTube, like after the, after the podcast, you can just go on YouTube. It's called ring of Elysium. And this, this uh,
0: looks like it's also using unreal four with like stock ground and grass assets. Like it looks so much like PUBG.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a clone, but I mean, as long as clone the game, but, but as
0: long, yeah, but as long as, as long as it plays better, that's all it has to do.
1: Oh, infinitely. Like, that's we're, literally we're, I watched about an hour of people's gameplay on YouTube and I watched uh like a bunch of shroud was streaming it last night with oh, to like 50 really? K people. Yeah. And, uh, like even he was like, Holy Jesus, this is dude, <laughs> this is Shroud
0: is, the- is so fucking scary. Good at shooters. It's actually disturbing. That yeah, so he is, was
1: playing that shit and he seemed to to really like it as well, so yeah. definitely something you should check out.
0: Oh, 100%. If they if they put a first person in this game and it was just readily playable, I would play it right now. I I would just I'd be interested immediately. Mm-hmm. Cuz it's just that's that's all I've wanted from PUBG. Is like PUBG is is fine for me. I just wanted it to not be so fucking broken. <laughs> it's just that's it. I I feel like that's the majority of the player base is please just the game is not horrible, just fucking fix it, for God's sake. <laughs> and now here comes China, China with dynamic weather. I just saw the shit go from sunny to rain. Mm-hmm. Get fucked on, PUBG Corp. Just get dumpstered.
1: Yeah, so anyway, the game the game's pretty dope. The just get dumpstered.
0: Dope. All right, I'm down for that. I'm down. I'm down for that. Show me your fake Gucci bag, China. I'll take it all day. All day long. I'll pay 150 hundred and fifty versus that four thousand dollar purse. I'm in. Hook me up. Fake iPhones. Let's go. Um, that's all I've got for games. All right. That's all I've got for games. Uh, movies and TV. I didn't even
1: have time to get to. I went and saw. Um, last night I went to. Uh, Rampage, The Rock movie. Mm, how uh, was that? Based off the video game. How Rampage. Was that? Um yeah, the villain, there's there's two villains, there's a guy and a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy was just so bad. I mean, he was just like he was so over the top cartoony and it was just like really, really cringy.
0: Not in an entertaining way, but in like a N- No, like he had a couple acted. of
1: lines where I kind of chuckled a little bit, but beyond that it was really, really the, the, the Was bad it the guys writing, the
0: actor, or both?
1: Oh, it was just a combination of okay. all. Of it. all right. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was was not great. But um, the movie itself, it knew what it was, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson is just a—he's just such a charismatic guy that like mm-hmm. it's hard to not not like a Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie. Uh, the relationship between him and George was good. Um, you know, it you you feel for the character, you buy it. Um, the movie's a little over the top, but it it knows it is, and the last. Forty minutes is just pure action. It was just a lot of fun, so I, I I really enjoyed it. I would say critically, you know, the critics are. I think it's one of the rocks. Sort of not. Uh, I don't know what the critics. I don't think just, anyone
0: expected it to do critically. Yeah, fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes for critics, yeah. but
1: the audience is at eighty one percent. Yeah, and I would say that's kind of where I'm at. I would give it like an eight out of ten for. Uh, it's just being a fun, action-packed movie, a good popcorn movie. Yeah. CGI was great, and um, you know, The Rock is starting to become a good actor. Like, I, I watched the movie. and There's a couple of scenes where I'm going, "Damn, okay, Rock." Like, where where you know he's kind of hit me with the feels a little bit. It's like, are we getting,
0: are we getting Rock Oscar in the next decade? Oh, uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I mean, he, ten, in order for him to get rock
1: a, 10 years, do you think in order for him, him to get an Oscar? He has to drastically change the type of movies he does. Of right? course, he, he can't. He can't be doing these like, you know, well, he's not bl- going he to doing if he keeps doing movies, he's not going to be able to be
0: like the big buff dude forever. So, no, you know, at some no. point that's going to have to. Yeah, gonna have he's going to. Gonna,
1: he, I think I think if The Rock did do something drastic, like lose a ton of weight. Um, you know, or, or play play some sort of character that you just you had no fuck like whoa what the fuck that's all the of a sudden
0: all of a sudden he's the machinist is what you're saying yeah right now? like you know if the rock lost <laughs>
1: the rock lost like sixty pounds and he grew hair and he, he only weighed like, two forty yeah like <laughs> he only lost a person. um, you know, it wouldn't be too bad. I don't know about an Oscar, but I think I think what, where The Rock is going to start to come is I think critics are going to start to respect him okay. um, as an actor. Well, that's good. Um, you know, he's 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 good, man. He's good. You can tell like I would hope so with the amount of fucking movies and shit and TV, all the stuff that he does. Like, I would hope that he's got that we get better. Like you see people like um, Arnold Schwarzenegger or Jason Statham. Or uh, Jackie Chan or, um, you know, uh, those type of, of movie stars where, yeah, you know, they have gotten all of those people that I've mentioned. They have gotten a little better with their acting over the years, but they still have kind of they 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 haven't gotten. It hasn't been this like drastic, you know, change. Yeah, in, of it, course. Yeah, where, yeah. where you're like, holy shit, you know, wow. what These guys just transcended, you mm. know, but I think the rock has an opportunity to almost if he if he doesn't typecast himself so much, he has potential to to almost become a Will Smith. So to, is the rock
0: is The Rock the next no, I think this is a better analogy. Is The Rock the next Matthew McConaughey?
1: No, no, I don't think he's that. I don't think he's that. I don't but mean I in think terms of the be...
0: level, but I mean going from typecast rom com. Yeah. Mm, I, think I think it's more Will Smith. I think it's more of a Will Smith. Okay, I think that's yeah, he the was like a comedy specifically. Yeah. yeah, and
1: and and Will Smith has done plenty of action films too, yes. right? Where yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's he's it Will. If Will Smith was two hundred pounds heavier and had tattoos, at the at, you know obviously the Rock doesn't have the acting chops that Will Smith has yeah, as yeah. V, in terms of like dramatic. But um, I think that he can get there. I really truly do. So we'll we'll see. But I, I enjoyed Rampage. I think if anybody was thinking about going, it's a good it's a good time. I think I
0: think yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely that is a movie you want to see in theaters. It's it's a popcorn movie. It's a big action movie, and it's The Rock. He's fucking yep. he's a he's an entertaining dude. You you're, yep. you're even if the movie isn't isn't something that you're gonna go and and think about for the next three weeks about how deep and thoughtful it was. You're there for entertainment. Rock's gonna entertain you pretty much every single time. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter what movie he's in, he seems to just do the job. He he entertains you, and that's arguably uh, as far as going to the movie theater. More well, important that's, than than that's going the there for like a a, a fancy drama that's going to be an Oscar bait. You know, you can watch that in your living room and get the same, you know, the same kind of uh, of effect. But you mm-hmm. go there and you watch the big. You know, was it an IMAX?
1: Uh, it was an IMAX, yeah. It wasn't yeah, 3D, so. uh, but it was an IMAX. It looked great. Like I, I prefer non
0: 3D IMAX, so I'm I'm all over that for sure. So you know, you get that, you get the sound, the big screen, yeah. The the rock being the rock and doing a, an epic, uh, you know, action. The last job. thirty minutes,
1: man, was a really good time. Like I've seen a ton of like uh, Pacific Rim. There's so yeah, many like, yeah. Godzilla. There's so many of these big monster movies now. It's even even like Cloverfield. Like you see these big things that are destroying cities. This really, uh, this had it as well, but it, it was different. It was, um, did it it, was, do it better than the other ones in some ways. Yeah, it really, mm. it was, uh, it was really, did it do it as good as like Pacific rim one? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think so. You, but, you
0: mentioned when, uh, in your list of, you know, people that, that have done similar career arcs as the rock, you know, with, with, the, um, uh, you know, Arnold and, and, and Jackie, you know, Ar- Arnold, Arnold was never a particularly God tier actor to say the least. He never, no, even but he has,
1: he has a couple of movies out in the last few years that were surprisingly emotional and he showed some acting chops. It oh, wasn't good. like groundbreaking, but the same with, um, um, what's his face? Uh, crazy racist, um, uh, that makes amazing <laughs> movies. Um, oh, um, uh, uh, Braveheart uh, yeah exactly I was about uh, to say
0: Braveheart and then now that you've said Braveheart uh, now it's Gibson. gone Mel Gibson. Go. Yeah.
1: Mel Gibson Mel uh, Gibson also has a movie that was really good and I'm not sure if I told you to watch this one or not Mel, I think uh, you everybody-
0: did you might have old Melly.
1: Yeah, uh for everybody that's that's listening, if you guys want to watch a good Mel Gibson by the way, he's doing Passion of the Christ too. That got like he's doing that. The sequel um, where
0: Jesus comes out from behind the stone and it's Easter, is that gonna be what the movie's about? I think so. I okay. think so. <laughs> um, Bloodfather.
1: Bloodfather. If you guys want to watch like a good B movie that has some emotion and um and some really good, solid, like gangster action. I was gonna say uh,
0: Bloodfather just sounds like like a, a a mobster slash uh,
1: Jean Claude Van Damme movie. Yeah, B- Blood Father. Go check it out. <laughs> it's a good good way to burn an hour and a half. It's it's a it's a solid solid film. You mentioned Jackie Chan. How many of Jackie Chan's like honest to god dramatic
0: uh, role movies have you seen in your day? Because most I, of the, most of them are in Chinese. I think is the is the problem. Right. Like a lot of his dramatic more dramatic shit is. Yeah, in I think a language that dramatic, neither of us
1: understand. Well, the most dramatic I've seen was his most recent one, right? The one where... Yeah, exactly. uh, it's like The Survivor uh, or whatever uh, the fuck the, it was uh, called. The Foreigner. The Foreigner, yeah. And that movie was kind of boring. Like, it really I have, was. I
0: have a movie upstairs. nineteen It's 1911 or something, and he's he's the lead role in that. I haven't I haven't got a chance to watch it yet, but apparently it's it's really uh it's really well done, and he does a good job in it. I have a feeling that that most of his dramatic acting skill is probably... Lean on his native language, which would yeah. be perfectly acceptable. Because Jackie's never spoken great English ever, even even today. No matter how many English movies he's done, he's like phonetically hacked his way through every single one of them without actually knowing mm-hmm. what he's saying ninety percent of the time. He's so, just fun to
1: watch. He's just a fun fuck, guy dude, I to I, watch on I screen. Fucking, right? I fucking so. love Jackie Chan. Yeah, but in terms of dramatic roles, like Jackie Chan never is never brought up. Like I don't care, even if in China. You know, like you know, maybe maybe I don't know. I don't watch Chinese movies, but I I think even in the world of China, and and I don't think Jackie Chan would be brought up as a dramatic. I think he's still known as the 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 fun kung fu. Well, know, yeah, that's what he's gonna be shit, most right? known that's for. A for cent- sure, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, he can't absolutely, act. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously the the man can act, but I you know. Dramatic, dramatically, he's he's definitely not even somebody you bring up.
0: Got to give him up for, got to give him up to him for the uh, the the mixture of comedy and and kung fu movie style yeah. is. It's pretty fun. sure he's the only one that really pulled it off. Yeah. Uh and he's and been he, trying
1: to get Rush Hour Four for a while now, so it's yeah, I think it'll happen.
0: Apparently, they've confirmed that like uh, Chris is in.
1: Okay, well there you go.
0: So that that is a thing that's happening. Um, I retweeted it a few weeks ago when, when they made the announcement and, and, uh, it was just my body was ready. I'm in. They just my had to say it was ready. happening. Oh yeah. Those movies are some of my favorites to watch. Like I can watch those movies many times and I, I have will watched still laugh. those
1: movies many times.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anything else, uh, happened in, uh, the, the realm of movies and TV in the last, uh, last week? Um, I, I briefly I had literally five minutes to scan screen rant and I didn't see a hell of a lot going on
1: in there. Uh nothing much like uh, Jurassic World had another trailer that dropped where it actually looks like a decent movie. Um uh but beyond that, we're getting ready for we're getting ready for the mega movie season, right? You know, Avengers yeah, coming yeah. out next week and it's uh yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> It's gonna be uh, well. We're gonna be what doing the podcast next? Are we doing it still? Yeah, we're I mean, we're just gonna do it like an hour early, I think, next week, right? Yeah, I'm going, yeah, I have my movie tickets for Thursday.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we'll either we'll either do it an hour earlier, or we'll we'll play it safe and do it on a Wednesday next week or some yeah. shit. We'll we'll make a, a a firmer decision closer to the 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 date. But yeah, because you have your tickets to go see that. Yeah. Uh, Thursday night, so. <laughs> Um, I'm pumped.
1: Yeah, that's probably going to be pretty dope. Uh, yeah, it's, it's apparently it's uh, it's beat. So the pre-sales tickets, it's beat eight Marvel's last eight movies combined in pre-sale. Excuse me, go say that one more time. Okay. So the last eight Marvel movies in pre-sale tickets. That's more. This than includes seven. Black Panther. Okay. Beat them all combined. Holy shit. Yeah. So they're gonna make are, some
0: money on this movie.
1: They are thinking it's they're thinking it's gonna have a bigger op it's gonna be the biggest opening of all time. It's gonna beat uh Star Wars episode seven. So is it a two billion dollar movie, Jeff? Yes. Oh yes. <sighs> oh yeah. It's it is so gonna make two billion. <sighs> it is so gonna make two billion. It's a bunch of old
0: sweaty white men just swimming in money right now, just Yep. Loving it,
1: wiping their ass with hundred dollar bills. Yep. Just soaking it up. That moment when you buy like Star Wars for $4 billion and, and then you make one movie and you've got half your investment back. <laughs> it's pretty good. Not bad. It's a pretty good investment. You can't really beat that. I mean, obviously, you got to pay actors, you got to pay production, you got to pay well, advertisement, yeah. you got to pay all the stuff. But I mean, even still, Jesus, you know, even if you profit a billion dollars, like, god damn. Yeah, well,
0: exactly. I mean, it's that's a, a shitload dollars. of money, right? I mean, yeah. the, the just that's crazy. Um, I watched. There's a a Netflix in collaboration with Channel Four uh, documentary on Donald Trump. That's on mm. Netflix right now. It's a four parter, mm. uh, an hour a pop, roughly between forty. I think it's between forty five minutes and an hour for each one. Mm-hmm. and they follow his his life from um i think 1975 all the way up through him attaining presidency um in an attempt to kind of make him look human well no 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 well no but but to show to show what his journey was like because there's a lot of people that don't know what Donald Trump did prior to like The Apprentice, for God's sake. Like oh, and, yeah. and part yeah. of the documentary actually outlines that where The Apprentice was was one of Donald's best ideas because it opened him up to a whole generation of people that had no idea what the fuck he did in the 80s and 90s, for better or worse, mm-hmm. and allowed him to to take what was really a floundering business And uh and re and and, and convert his would be real estate business into a a brand of just him uh on the back of the apprentice Mm -hmm. uh to try in an attempt to to pay off the mountains of (laughs) debt. (laughs) debt? Yeah. Mountains. And I knew he was in some debt. But this motherfucker is holy shit. No Death. wonder he
1: doesn't pay taxes.
0: <laughs> like crazy. So it was really interesting because they, they interviewed both friends and not so much friends of Donald from over the years. People who worked directly beside him for decades. The people uh, that were involved with him uh, politically and otherwise. Um, they, uh, they really hit on about as many angles as I possibly could and they made it really interesting they they showed one they showed how despite the fact that he is absolutely a psychopath uh and and up his own ass he's intelligent but in a in in a in a like a microcosm like the it's like he's he's i think the best the best thing i've heard i heard was He is every poor person's idea of a rich person. Like that's Donald Trump is every poor person's idealistic image of what a rich person is and does. How Mm. they speak, what they do, everything's covered in fucking gold. It's like a it's like a hype it's like a hyperbole. It's like this over-the-top dramatic whatever. But the documentary really showed Th- you know, the points where he, um, he changed like his, his view, it, like how he did business and, and how he presented himself, like his influences who influenced him. Um, and, uh, particular to his political campaign, it showed, uh, how he basically just ripped off three other people that came before him that he worked closer with or was affiliated with. And then, and, and just redid what they did mm-hmm. in modern times, and it fucking worked. They just he just took the same shit and and redid it and trade Well, you gotta hand it
1: to him, make I America mean. great
0: again. But the, but like a, a, an important line in it all, and I I, I urge people to watch it because it's well done. Not because I I think don't not just because I think Donald Trump's a, a fuckboy, because he is. I mean, it's an objective fact, but they, because it's not like the whole movie shits on him or something, but it really does a good job of showing you who the fuck Donald Trump is is and how he got to where he did now. And, um, uh, yeah. Oh, what was it? What was the fuck? What was it? Oh, the politically speaking. So, um, oh Jesus, I'm so tired. Where was I going with this? So from the political side and he was, Running and doing his thing, and and what was it? Oh, um, somebody said something to him at some point. One of his, one of the people that he that he he kind of that kind of influenced him, said, um, told him people will not remember what you told them; they're going to remember how you told them, or or mm. how the and that you see mm. you see that, and you can and it's not a wrong thing. That's a pretty common selling tactic. Mm-hmm. or or when you're trying to win people over to have them like you is you can tell them that they smell like dog shit but if you do it in the right way three mm-hmm. weeks from now they don't remember that you told them that they smell like dog shit they just remember the feeling that you had when you told them that you smelled like dog shit because emotions are stronger you know you remember emotional bits stronger than you remember just literal words that came out of somebody's mouth so mm-hmm. then you attach emotion to somebody when you think of something. So for Donald, when he went out and he preached all this fuckery and people attached that emotion, that drive that, uh, that they wanted to change or, or get away from the status quo bullshit of, of politics and he used that shit to leverage people who there are the motherfuckers that would, that would spend $5,000 more on a family van at a used car lot than, than the next person would because they got swindled. Right? It's just, it's the way that it works.
1: He did that to get the fucking presidency and it totally, and it
0: totally fucking worked.
1: Of course. Um, He's a smart guy. Like he's, you know, he knows what he's doing, right? He's not, but he knows what he's doing to an extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Insofar
0: as that he understands how to, he knows, He's a seller. He, he's a seller. He's a salesman. He's
1: a closer. He's man. a closer. He's, that's yeah. That's, 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 that's it, the best way to put it. He is a closer. That's what he the is. The guy he, will. The guy will close you yes. on whatever if you're if you're on the fence or you're like, let me think. Of, no, he'll he's make gonna, you feel good about it. Exactly. He's going to close you into it. Yeah. And he, that's that's it. Honestly, man, like good entrepreneurs really are closers. Like yes. you know, getting the deals together. Uh, making people, you know, fake it till you make it, make people think a certain way, make people think like it's their idea, make people think like, you know, um, you know, they, they, it's almost like he'll put, People like that will put thoughts in your mind that make you think that you're the one thinking of that, so that it's it, it's you, think, you think, they, it is it, they think it's your idea. That think it's your idea. That is a that's a closer. Yes, that's a guy that understands human psyche and will go in there and he'll he'll you know he'll build enough rapport with you and that's it. And he'll close. And it doesn't matter what happens after. He got the sale. And that's it. Like, he's not asking you to be your friend. He's no. not a, He's not there to to do a follow-up. It's, it's like one you got guy, it's like you one got guy they,
0: they interviewed, he said, this guy he worked with and, and worked with his dad for a long time. Uh, and then he was working for him, too. And then every time he saw him uh, at, a, at an event, uh, um, he'd ask, you know, how's how's your dad doing? Right? Okay. So this guy's dad died. And Donald mm. asked him how is your dad doing for like 5 more years after that and he said mm. and and the guy just said eventually just said the same as he did last year or the same as he was last year because he's been dead for a half decade Donald cuz he
1: doesn't care cuz he, he doesn't care, care right he doesn't, he doesn't, he, doesn't he doesn't
0: have like there's no he doesn't have any morals he doesn't have like fundamental ideals or anything like that 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 guide it's it's money and yeah. closing it and then and then That's it. And then he just goes through the motions. And he That's desperately it. wants everyone to love him so but, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. much that he yeah, will yeah. do anything to the point where now he's he's a he's the the documentary showed. I mean, it, it skipped. The, you know, it skips like five year periods sometimes. Obviously, because you can't like do a day by day analysis of the motherfucker. But you'll see in interviews and how he handled himself. There was like a point that fucking switched where he he went from you know using some hyperbole and a little bit of exaggeration to literal pathological liar just where everything that comes out of his mouth is bullshit there's there's literally no truth to any words that comes out of his mouth he just says nonsensical shit yeah, yeah. uh and and uses uses incredibly over Exaggerated terms, everything is stupendous or fantastic, or it's the best, or you know, nobody's Great. ever done it before, or you know, it's what it's all this like over the top, whatever. And it's all bullshit, there's nothing that he says is true, but there was a point where he kind of switched over to that, and it was when it was when business was failing him, and he had I to feel just. Like-
1: I feel like Adam is just telling us the whole documentary. I just right? want to. Like, it's so good. Right. I saw it. I was like, oh my god, this is such I'll a perfect I'll, view. I'll watch it. I will watch it. For I sure. will watch it. All right. Yeah. we'll talk about it another time.
0: Yeah, for sure. But definitely go go and check that out. And then, uh, other than that, I've just been watching The Office. Uh, I'm I'm not going to be able to finish it before Gabs gets here. I'm um, almost done season five, but the last three seasons were were hit or miss anyway. Except for like the last couple episodes were fire. But I'll I'll find some time to watch those because she's not a fan of The Office. But Mm -hmm. uh, other than that, um, oh, there's that new Lost in Space that a lot of people are talking about on Netflix. I I told you about that, remember? Yeah, 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 and
1: I haven't haven't got a chance to watch that. Kayla and I are going to start. Kayla's been working like a dog, so she's off on Friday. She has Mm. a weekend off. My grandfather's 80th birthday party on Saturday, so I have like eight family members from Victoria flying in. So on Friday we'll probably start it on Friday and then when we come home we'll continue so um, but I hear good things about it uh, yeah about I've been hearing the, the series I've
0: been hearing good things about it as well I didn't so watch it because I thought maybe Gabs might want to watch it too so I decided to hold off on it in case that was uh, the case but yeah I've been he- hearing good things about it the other thing that you should watch is on Netflix uh, you've probably maybe have seen it scrolling through David Letterman has the his thing. Um, my next guest requires I no introduction. That. Yeah. I did didn't watch, watch it, but
1: I saw it. I saw it on there. Okay.
0: Yeah. Watch the Obama one. Cause it's fire. All right. It's the first one he did and it's absolute fucking fire. And you get to see, you get to see Obama out of the presidency role, which is interesting for a couple of reasons. One, he's not dramatically different from when he was in that, uh, in the presidency role. Cause I think that's just kind of how he handled himself in general uh once you got into the political sphere. But well then
1: also when you're acting a certain way for eight years you, you get into start that. to become that. You right? get you become that, right? But yeah.
0: um but you see him and and all I could think of the whole time I was watching it and just he's such a fucking intelligent man. And not the I can close a sale intelligence, but this <laughs> but, Adams just, he but he's gotta come back to I got, it. But but he's there's I a di- there's a difference, right? No there's a big difference. <laughs> and I the know. man the man is um, it's, it's legendary, it's, sc- dude. it's you know people can people can hate on Obama all they want. They didn't like everything they didn't in, in, he did in office, whatever. But as a person, Obama is so categorically head and shoulders above almost every other president that's ever fucking taken control of the United States of America in the last hundred years. That it's scary. It's it's demonstrably. Uh, you can, you can, you you can even if you hate the guy. I don't think you could, you could get around that fact. And when you listen to him talk, you uh, you get such a clear understanding of of uh, of how thoughtful of a person he is. Somebody can be very intelligent, but they don't, they're not like a thoughtful person. Like they don't sit around and think about uh, a lot of broader issues. They might just be hyper intelligent about a handful of things. Whereas Obama is somebody who just has a very broad. Um, set of interests, and he's very thoughtful about about things and and kind of humanitarianism in general, and just the, you need to watch that interview because I'll, it. I'll watch it. It's I'll watch it. It's absolute fire. Uh, very very good one, uh, for sure. Uh, and Dave Letterman like five times in that interview <laughs> keeps making the joke where where Obama is after the interview just going to go back to the Oval Office and continue being president. Uh, he's like, I'm terribly sorry. You're so busy, and I know you have to get back to the Oval Office. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the dream, uh, the, dream. Uh, the dream. God, yeah. I know. It's, I, it's, I. It almost depressed me watching it. I'm going to be real with you for a second. It almost depressed me because I know I if know, you're doing Adam. it, if you're doing it right, like there's a saying where if you're doing it right. Nobody notices that you're doing anything at all. Like nobody notices anything because everything is going along smoothly. You don't just know there's no necessarily hyper good or hyper bad. Things are, things are just, are are just going and you're, and you just don't think, you know, you don't have to think about it. The moment that, that, that Trump became president, the vast majority of both Canadians and Americans, and other people in the world too, but for the majority of, of probably those involved, would be these two countries, and and perhaps even Mexico to an extent for bordering. It's like a daily thing; you can't escape that shit, and it's there's no positive, there's zero, there's zero positivity coming. I mean, it's all mm-hmm. negative, and not just not just for people who <laughs> oppose him, but Trump himself. Even Trump can't Adam, say something positive.
1: Adam! Stop I can't. I am sorry. Stop. I'm sorry. Stop. We get it, dude. I'm sorry. We get it. Just stop the madness. Tech tech support. I'm sorry. I'll watch I'll watch the Obama thing. Watch the Obama it. thing. I have to cut you off, bro, because you watch go. watch watch it. I know.
0: It's he, bad. It's bad. Oh, tech support. What do we got? Let's see here. <laughs> Hit me up with a tech support jingle
1: tech support no political just tech
0: support <laughs> first question comes in from fluffy ryan is trump a good president no I'm, I'm just fucking <laughs> up. Uh, well, too soon. uh what is uh, this is fluffy fluffy raven 60 dollars lifetime supporter shout out thank you sir what is the very first job you ever wanted to do when you were kids mine
1: would be oh when i was a kid you know the 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 earliest thing that I can remember that I that I really thought about a job would be a movie director. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's the first thing that I that I wanted to do. And I used to make all kinds of homemade videos. I used to make uh Blair Witch Project movies, uh, Matrix type uh, movies, or I used to slow down shit. Made a a Star Wars movie. Um, I was just all about that. And then when I got into high school, I did all the drama classes and did like I did. Uh, I don't know if I ever told this before, but I, I remember I was in um, drama it was grade, grade 10. I think it was grade 10. And the so class like had to do plays. 14, 14 years old, I guess. Uh, Well, whatever I was in grade 10, I'm yeah. not sure, maybe 15. But um, we had to do, we had to do plays and you could get partners or you could do something on your own. And I was the only person that did something on their own. So what I decided I was going to do is I was going to improv something and I had no idea what I was going to do. So we was one week, we had to prepare and then we would perform and for this was this went on for about a month, so there would be, you'd have like five or ten minutes per per act, and so we would do, the, the classes were an hour long, so you'd be able to get through, you know, depending on the size of the act, you'd go through maybe ten, five to ten people uh, in a class, and what we would do is the class would sit back and watch, and then the, the performers would perform, and I was the first week, and I was by myself, it was all random, random drawn, and and uh, people were asking me like, yo, Jeff, can we do some stuff? Can we do can, can we do something together? Because I was always the goofy guy that always want to yeah, be yeah. the center of attention. So I wanted to really just be the center of attention, just flat out. So I said, <laughs> I'm going solo. So I procrastinated all week long about what to do. And I was thinking like, you know, I'm a one man show. What can I do? So I get to school. We're like. The drama class towards the end of the day, lunchtime comes, and I still have no idea what I'm going to. Like, I haven't prepared lines. I haven't prepared story. I haven't prepared nothing, (laughs) right? So I go home on my lunch break, and uh, I remember I went home. I played a little bit of uh, Counter-Strike for about 20 minutes, a half hour, and uh, like old-school Counter-Strike. And then I'm sitting there, and I'm playing, and I'm going, you know what? I'm going to do like an action some sort of action thing. So I went into my cupboard and I grabbed garbage bags and (laughs) I went to school Okay, and drama class came up and I was the third person in the day. So while the other two were uh, doing their thing, I was on the outside uh, prepping. And so (laughs) I went to the bathroom and I had garbage bags. I didn't know what to do with them. (laughs) So I took my clothes off and I put the garbage bag on. Like I ripped a hole, like a head and the arms and pants and I and I made like a garbage bag suit. Okay. And uh and I decided that I was gonna be a ninja. And <laughs> it was gonna be an action packed ninja type thing. So I so I still had no idea what it is I was going to do. <laughs> garbage bags. And so okay. uh, you know, I think it was Mr. Church or uh, I think it was oh, Mr. Okay. Church. Anyway, he comes out and he's like, Jeffrey, you ready? Right. He sees me in these garbage bags, right? He's like, "He's <laughs> like, um, do you need anything? Like, do you need any prep? I was like, uh, yeah. So there is a in the middle of the class they had uh, like a divide. You couldn't see one side. So like these people, you could prep on one side and kind of st- set up your stage. So. What I did is I took a bunch of chairs and there was like some other things that people had there, like uh, plywood and just some random shit. Okay. And I was setting things up randomly all hard, over, hardcore all over. parkour. Yeah, literally, I was just setting <laughs> random shit up all over the all over the place. And then I and then I got Mister Church to remove the thing and I went outside and I said, "Turn off the lights." Oh my god! So he said, "Okay." <laughs> and uh, so you turn off the lights. The room is completely pitch, pitch dark. Right. And the, and the classroom's getting all giggly and they're excited because, you know, you turn the lights off in school. Right. For and whatever like, reason, whoa, when whoa, you're whoa, younger whoa. and you're in
0: school, if the lights go off, it's like the yeah. biggest fuss of
1: Christmas. Yeah. So anyway, I, uh, I, I go in and I turn on one of the lights. So like back of it is kind of lit up, but it's not completely bright. Half of the room is still in dark. Okay. And I go in there and I improv everything. So what I was doing, I don't even remember what I said, but what I was doing is I was the garbage, I was the garbage ninja, right? So I, I, and it had nothing to do with like garbage, but I was in a garbage bag. Garbage and Ninja so, should
0: be your new alt account name on on garbage, fucking on fucking like Ninja. League of Legends be, and shit. That should be, I play Fortnite and just yes, call myself Garbage, garbage Ninja. Ninja? That should be that should be it.
1: <laughs> so uh, I, all I did was I just bounced around, did rolls, jumped over things, and then I was having like intense conversations with myself. So like I would go up to a mirror and I, and I would talk to like my my myself and 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 weird some dark brooding of, voice yeah yeah I, and, and i was like i was like yelling at myself and i was i was doing all kinds of weird shit but it was working like i i don't i still don't remember it was so long ago i don't remember what i was saying um but but it was like i was fighting a demon it was like a like another part of me and uh i was it was weird man it was weird and then when i stopped when i ended um everybody gave a stand ovation Everybody was going crazy and i had no idea what i just did and, and it was amazing so i don't know if everybody was just being nice but it seemed like people were legitimate like i was saying i was doing comedy i was like well, saying how could funny you not be and-
0: entertained somebody they just watched somebody in the pitch black run around in a garbage <laughs> suit and talk to himself in the mirror that's fire that was it that's, that was it. That's dude. fire. And
1: people were loving the shit, man. They're like, dude, that was amazing. And 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 I never told, I never told any of them that, like, yo, bro, I just made up all that shit on the spot. Like, I had no idea what I was doing. So yeah, I was always about, uh, I was always a kid that was that had this crazy imagination, and I always wanted to entertain people. And and, and I always thought I'd be in the movies or or I'd direct a movie or something. So that was kind of my thing. That's what I wanted to like do. Like
0: Will, like Will just said, you closed the deal, bro. I did. I closed. You closed, it. You closed the deal. Right. Uh, I don't have any funny stories or anything for that because uh, I, I wasn't in into the arts, so uh, into the drama. So uh, I don't have anything fancy for that. But my first job that I can think of off the top of my head that I seriously considered was I wanted to go into into just go into video game design. It was just it. Mm. Uh, from like I don't know, eight or nine years old. Uh, it was the moment. The moment that I played, um, uh, Ocarina of Time for the first time, around that time was when I decided that that I was kind of into uh, game design because it was that it, by the time I hit eight or nine, it was when I was starting to think about about games is more than games but actually like how they were playing or you know what they did differently from other games and it wasn't just you know pop the game in and give her a go I yeah. was actually starting to like have thoughts about uh, about what made a game good or bad and uh and then I kind of wanted to 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 get into that and I remember always telling my parents like all the times you know what do you want to do I was like I just want to go and make games that's all I want to do and and I eventually, when I was uh, got a little older, and I found out that Bioware was was in Vancouver and Ubisoft was in Montreal and shit, and thought about it, and then I got older and realized that there's no money in making video games, and so uh, I wised up little. to that and uh, said, I'll just go on YouTube and Twitch, and I'll make more money than a video game designer by playing their games. Uh, yep. No, that was that was kind of just serendipitous, but the yeah, that was pretty much what what I wanted to do. Um, as my, my first job that I could remember anyway. I'm sure I, I'm sure when I was younger, I probably said some shit. Lord only knows what I wanted to, you know, like everyone. I want to be a, an astronaut. I want to be a, I want to be like a a fucking race car driver or some shit. I I don't know, but, um, uh, it was that. And then in high school, I considered physics. And then I went into business because again, I followed what was most likely going to give me money at the time, uh, while also allowing me to do things I was, good at. So, uh, yeah. And then obviously what happens is the economy crashes. We don't get to do anything we wanted to do. Uh, and you guys literally carried both Jeff and I up out of a shithole for seven straight years. So yes, pat yourself on the back for that one. That is the absolute truth. (laughs) That was the most, uh, that was the most depressing day. Remember I was in my, I was in my, um, I was in my logistics uh business, it was like a, it was called like um oh, logistics it was a logistics class or something like that uh and it was one of my favorite profs he was a is it uh he was Chinese but you could actually understand the words coming out of his mouth so that was good and uh and he was just a really I had him for two classes and he was just very very good at teaching like unbelievably good at teaching like he was one of those rare profs where He wasn't just not only really good at his job and therefore became a tenured professor, but he was also a good teacher, which is like this hyper fucking unicorn status. Because most profs are just good at their job, but they're horrible fucking teachers. They just so happen to have the experience that the university requires from them to be a a prof. So I was always, you know, I always respected this guy and looked up to him. And I remember, and that's why I think I remember this so vividly. I was sitting in class and... (laughs) It was like the day after the collapse and he looked out at us and he said, guys, I have some bad news for you. All right. 48 hours ago, I would have told you that you're going gra- to You're going to graduate. And if you graduate with good grades, you're going to basically choose whatever fucking starting salary that you want and you're going to get it today. I'm going to tell you that unfortunately, even if you get good grades, 50% of you aren't even going to be working. By the time you get out of university. <laughs> and everyone but, in the class was like, uh, thanks. <laughs> I <guess. laughs> Thank, thanks, I guess. Thanks. I appreciate the confidence boost there, Professor. <clears throat> I really get yeah. really appreciate it, but it He's was giving like giving you
1: a dosage of reality. That's yeah, but was I was doing. I was
0: down for it because I was like, look, you know, I pre- I appreciate it because lots of other people would be like, oh, you'll be fine, but like the reality was, you know, it lit a fire under a lot of people's ass to do better in school because the the fewer and fewer people were going to get honest to God work out of university after that collapse, <laughs> especially the way that it looked when it first happened, and that was yeah. just before Obama came in, right? Mm-hmm. And it took him two and a half years of his first term before shit started going the right direction. Uh, so like that was like all of university that I had left plus some before anything started turning around and people were just salty as fuck. Because <laughs> that was why a lot of people were in university at the time was it was like a guaranteed path to money, good paying work, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and in Canada where, where schooling was subsidized, uh, yeah, you paid a lot of money and you might have student loans, but it wasn't like the crazy amount that you'd have in the States, you know, you might, you might carry 20 to $40,000 in, in debt. You're not going to carry, you know, $120,000 in debt. Um, so it was, it was a payoff. You know, you could, you could get rid of that in 10 or 15 years. You'd be, you'd be done and, and free and it would make sense because your job would pay really well, but that didn't happen after the collapse. So that was, that was weird. Did you see on Twitter that there's like, uh, one of the things that people have been doing have been kind of like showing their their journey of work, like, kind of, like, going through. Have you seen people do that on your line? No, so no. in mine, like, a bunch of people, like, uh have been doing it where they they show all of the jobs that they've had. So Matt Mercer, you know, who does McCree from Overwatch and shit, right? And uh, Geek and Sundry, the dungeon master for for uh, mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. critical mm-hmm. role. So he did his, and it was fucking all over the map. That dude was just fucking... Bouncing around in some of the weirdest shit. He was like, he was like working in a Starbucks or some shit at some point for like a long period of time doing some shit. Uh, and then, and then the funny part was, uh, it, at one point he said, uh, starving voice actor. And then the next bullet point was no longer starving voice actor, which was like obviously when he got picked up by guess, like his first major gig. And now he's in every game. Forever, he's a
1: very full voice actor.
0: Yes, now he's doing very well. Uh, Geek and sundry <laughs> probably makes him as much money or more than than, than his than his voiceover work. Uh, but yeah, that was kind of a, a cool thing to see because, especially for people that you see that are successful, it's always interesting to see their their career journey because you, mm-hmm. you have it in your mind that that people that are hyper successful they got into that career early on and they just stayed in it and then there they are and in reality that shit was
1: no because Wild. most because most successful people they don't they're, they they don't stay in one place too long on the way up it's it's a lot of different experiences a lot of different experimentations a lot of trying out different things taking risks mm. um kind of living i find like a lot of successful people kind of live in the moment um, yes they don't really think too much about what's going to happen in 10 years it's more of what's going on now and then what's in the immediate future. Mm. Um, and you just kind of go for it. And so you that's probably why you do see quite a string of random shit. It's like, you know, keep going until something sticks. And- but then
0: also sometimes it's it's just um you know, people just fall into shit. Like they'll, oh, they'll be just a lot to do, of the time,
1: it people fall like, in like shit. Like Matt yeah.
0: Mercer, like you watch it, yeah. you look at his thing. It's all over the fucking map,
1: and then all of a sudden, just just all yep. of a sudden, there it is. And yep, here he is. Yep, <laughs> that's why I always tell people uh, when people are always asking, like you know, you know, you live the dream, Jeff. You get to do what you love, and um, all all that other stuff. And and you know, they ask like, how do I do it? You know, how do how do I how do I do this? And it's one of those things where you just I always tell people you have to work. The shit job before the dream job. And I guarantee that anybody that you would see do that thing on Twitter. Yep. There's every single successful, whatever you consider successful, we'll say somebody that, you know, financially is doing well and are happy or whatever the case may be. Um, or what most people would pers- as perceive as success. They all worked shit jobs. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of them. There's the Starbucks, there's the fucking McDonald's, there's the janitor, there's the the waiter, there is the 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 construction worker. There is the whatever the case may be is you have to work the shitty jobs before you work the dream job. Nobody, I shouldn't say nobody, there are exceptions. Yeah, there's always but exceptions. Most yeah. people. Yeah. Most people do not just fall into the dream. The dream is something that it's a lot of shitty life experience, a lot of low points, a lot of everything that kind of boil into an opportunity that you don't pass up or that you go for, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the opportunities that come up, if if presented to you at a certain time in your life, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't have the maturity or the, the insight or the, um, the, the whatever you want to call it to go for it and make it work. And a lot of times you gotta you gotta go through those hard times before you actually get that voice acting gig that changes your life before you get the whatever that that changes it all. So that's yeah, exactly. It would be interesting to to see, uh, you know, where people start to where yeah. they are now in terms of you know people that are kind of doing. Uh, I don't know if there was a I don't know things. if
0: there was a hashtag for it or something. I can't I can't remember if it, there probably was a hashtag behind it, but. I can't remember what it was, but it was kind of fun to see some of the people in my timeline crop up and see how their their kind of career journey uh, went because it was very rarely was it much of a straight line. It was usually uh, all over the place. Uh, Travis asks, it was a $50 lifetime supporter. Shout out to Travis. Bumper stickers. Amusing? Annoying? Don't give a fuck? And do you have a favorite bumper sticker? Mr. Black, now that you own a Jeep, I feel like you have to like a bumper sticker.
1: I don't have one, though. Um... <laughs> I'm I'm kind of like impartial. Like I don't. I haven't really thought. I, I I guess I I've had chuckles from bumper stickers. I'm just trying to think of what's a funny one. Um. I I don't know. I don't think I've I, ever
0: laughed at a bumper sticker before. Like I feel like bumper stickers are just ja- dad jokes slapped on the back of a car ninety yeah. percent of the time.
1: I see like a lot of funny license plates that yeah. that make really funny things, but bumper stickers. No, I, it's not that I hate them. I just I there's not a whole lot of clever ones <laughs> like, I, that, I like that the stick one,
0: out. The one that 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 always not ne- not necessarily stick out because they was were so you know pervasive for such a long time. But still, I still see them every now and then. Was the whole uh, character that looks like um, Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes pissing on uh, mm. or just pissing? And then it ended up being like Ford pissing on Chev. Yeah, I see a uh, lot of whatever. those pissing ones. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, what is, I see the
1: most, actually. And I also see a lot of the ones that have the families. You know what I mean? Like on the back of a van or whatever. Yeah. It shows mom, like the dad, mom, the dad, and then a couple of kids dogs, and a dog or yeah. whatever. So you can kind of see how big the family is. Like those, those are the only ones that really stick out. But yeah, I know exactly what that pissing one you're talking about. That's, those are the ones I see the most. But yeah. Kind of tacky, man. It's it is, just it not,
0: is a little, it is it's a little tacky. I don't think anyone yeah. sees, sees a lot of those bumper stickers and, and yeah. goes, oh, that person's
1: fun. Yeah. No, so it's like think. that person probably watches NASCAR. You know? <laughs> That's, Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Mark,
0: uh, our uh or, or my my video editor and and has done work for us in the past as well. Uh says it's a whose technical alpha is it anyway? What are things you can say about your PC that you can't say about your girlfriend, Jeff? Ja? Mm. I'm gonna go with it's expensive.
1: <laughs> Your PC is expensive. That's what I mean.
0: Oh, okay. See, see I'm going to tread lightly here because if 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 I if I joke about if I actually go for the the jokes, I'm going to get uh reprimanded here. She's been gone for 6 weeks. I need to tread on on solid ground here for at least the next 72 hours. Because mm. otherwise, I could I could probably make for some pretty you know. All right, some so, so, good jokes.
1: so okay, so what is it? What is the thing again? What can
0: you say about your PC that you can't say about your girlfriend? Uh.
1: Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. About my PC that I can't that that. That, but my wife, it's fast. Uh, my PC, my PC has that <laughs> that that my wife doesn't have. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Like, uh <laughs> I'm trying to tread lightly too because I'm thinking of a few. I'm thinking of a few things, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I, I I'm gonna cheat and say Windows 10. <laughs> I fucking that hate doesn't mean games.
0: anything. Yes, that's, oh, that's bad. Uh, that's bad. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of like some low key burn ones,
1: like um, mm. Mm. like a like good like like good ram. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got it's, it's, got, it's got a, lot, got
0: a lot, of, lot of ram.
1: It's got a lot of ram. <laughs> Uh, um. Oh. Um. I guess. Uh. You know. My. My PC is. It's got a big is hard a little, drive. It's a low. It's a little outdated. Uh, uh, uh.
0: Needs to be cleaned. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Trying to like uh, do like go.
0: the most casual PG ones type. possible. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I know what you're saying
1: mm. it's got bad memory. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck! All right, next one. Next one. Yeah, it's that's 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 right. right. actually that's, those are all three.
0: One of them was posted one, two, three, four times, meaning he probably just didn't see that it was posted in the first place. So those are all the questions we have. Oh no, we oh. have one from Chico. Okay who's, you know, the $1,000 lifetime supporter, no big deal, said, uh, fuck, Woo! said, fuck, Mary kill part three, but he didn't actually list anyone. <laughs>
1: what? Uh. So, um. Fuck, Mary kill. And who are, the, but, he, but there's but he nobody but there. Didn't,
0: but he didn't list anyone. Okay. Um. All right. Okay. I got I got this I got I got uh, I got this one, all right? Fuck fuck, fuck Mary Kill. Alright. Donald Trump <laughs> Barack Obama. Ivana
1: Trump. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck Donald Trump's wife. That's his daughter. Ivana. Oh, oh yeah. I'm smashing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. so I'm smashing his daughter. All right. All right. Uh, what is it? Fuck, Mary and what? Kill. Oh, Trump's dead. And I'm uh, <laughs> marrying <and> Obama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, you're on a I, list now somewhere, so I'm just oh gonna say, uh, <laughs> I'm on a list pass. somewhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't kill anybody, even Donald Trump, but you know what I'm saying. And in in, uh, in, the ter- in terms of the, uh, the game, oh, Ivanka, yeah. Ivana is not her name, it's Ivanka. Fuck if I know, Ivanka, whatever. She's pretty hot, isn't that? It's the hot one, yes, yeah, the one that yeah. Donald Trump even says is hot. Yeah, like that. And awkward, if he wasn't his daughter, I would, I would do her.
0: That low key, you know, want to bang my own daughter feel that he gives. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm assuming, I'm assuming your three is the same as my three.
0: You would be correct.
1: Yeah, you would be correct <laughs> uh, for sure. For sure. That was too easy.
0: Although, if a gun was held to my head, you know, I could, I could give it up to Barack. I could let you, it happen.
1: You'd, you'd slide it in.
0: I could let it happen. That's eh. Barack, right? I mean, you have you—you get to see some of these pictures. We watch this this interview. I think
1: I'd rather marry Barack. I'd rather I'd rather just kind of be around him and have conversations with him than you know sex. That's what I'm saying. Like, like obviously, it's not my first choice. Yeah, yeah, no. But
0: you know, um, you got to give it up.
1: That's all I got. That's that's all I got. What an end
0: to a podcast awesome end. What an, of what course an absolute, it ends with Donald Trump yet again. Of course. You just, it, can't, it just can't get away from it. You can't you can't escape it. Not even here. Um, so I'm sorry for all of you looking for your safe space uh, <laughs> where you don't hear about politics because I'm here which means you're likely going to hear about it. <laughs> so uh, I apologize for that. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming by and watching and listening. Uh, as always, you guys have been amazing. Mm -hmm. uh head on over to patreon.com slash technical alpha if you want to join in and help financially keep uh keep this show afloat we will be back next week hard to say if it will be a wednesday or thursday we'll find out which one and when but it will uh or closer to the date uh but either way it won't be at the standard time for those of you watching live or watching on youtube it'll be it'll be either earlier on thursday or it will be on wednesday so look forward to that And until we see you, let's head on over to our Patreon producers. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, That's not the right, that's the right one. And then I'm going to go over here to the website. You can also visit if you want to listen to the podcast, download episodes uh, individually away from an RSS feed. uh, Or check out this Patreon producers list where we have Jetrix, Postal Panda... Chico, Derek P., Naley, Adam B., Jamaican J., Jorbach, Toad of Steel, and Matthew M. Legends, each and every one of you. Uh, we saw our first
1: ever technical alpha sticker. I saw it. Somebody's. It finally the, the merch happened. is showing up. The merch is showing. It happened.
0: It took a while, but we got there. Uh, so if, they, if they have it, that means that somebody else is likely to get it too. make sure for the love of God to, to hit us up on Twitter or on Facebook or something and show us a picture. show us you getting your merch, cause we'd, uh, we'd love to see people actually have that in their hands. Uh, and the rest of you should be getting your stuff soon as well. Then it only took 14 months. Tell me about it. <laughs> I'm going to write a, a memoir uh, about it later in life. Ladies and gentlemen, until we see you next week, do us a favor, have a uh, a good morning, afternoon, or evening, and uh, yeah, until we do see you, peace.